Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Rogue Watch Knobs. This is episode 43. Hello, Michael. Hello, Mikhail. I, I always feel like you have the hard part with, because I just have to say, hey, this is Mike. Well, here's the secret. I, I say that every morning when I wake up and every night when I go to bed. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I say it under my breath. It's just, it's, it's ingrained. You know what I'm saying? So if I were to, like, my that's probably my fear reflex. So if I turn the corner and someone pulled out a gun or it's like a, if it's like if a flasher is holding his testicles, I'm just going to fear response go, hey, this is Cass and Dubois Watch Knobs. I put my hands up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you also give an episode number? Because that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the worst part. It, depending on if I remember the episode number. If you can, if you can somehow capture the audio of you getting of you getting mugged, I want to get mugged so I can live stream it. I probably shouldn't have said that because Michael, <laughs> we are going to New York this year. <laughs> someone's <laughs> someone's gonna mug the piss out of me in New York after hearing <laughs> me say that, and they're gonna play this recording in a court of law, and they're gonna say, "Your Honor, uh, he asked for it," and I'm gonna say, oh, "I guess that is my voice." Uh, yes, I I did ask for it. You know, I I. I did choose to wear that clothing. I asked for it. I asked for it. So people, but yeah, we people talk about just no. We're still talking about getting mugged. So people okay, talk. People talk about getting mugged and losing their watches. Um, mm. So that I mean, it's really unfortunate if you have something like Rolex. But but what is the best getting mugged watch? You think? So what would connote the best is what the the watch that would attract the muggers most, or the watch that would deter the muggers most. I think deter. Honestly, probably like an MBNF or an Hublot because those things just look like quarter toys, like quarter machine toys. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But but MBNF got robbed this week too. So somebody knows. Oh my God, that's right. Somebody <laughs> knows. <laughs> somebody knows that they're worth something. Well, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's different. That's like that's the boutique. If I'm if if I see a guy walking down the street eating like a drippy cheeseburger and he's wearing an MBNF, I'm I'm not gonna know what it is. But if I see someone walking <laughs> down the street with like a Submariner or like a really cool two tone Datejust, like yeah, that's a that's a Rolex. Even like, dude, everyone knows that. Like that's why I was reading a story on Reddit on this. Uh, it was either on Reddit or on one of those other watch forums that I'm, I'm too I'm too blotter shy to actually speak on. But it was, uh, someone was saying he was with his buddy, and they got mugged by these two guys, and they took his buddy's watch, and it was a Rolex, and they didn't take his watch, and he was wearing some, like, Ulis Narden or Hublot, you know, piece of garbage or whatever, and it was worth way more than the Rolex, you know? Yeah, there's, there's a story, there's a story, somebody did an interview with the guy, his name is Praz, I think he's one of the, um... Like my name, but with a P and an R? It's fucked up. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I think he's like one of the Black Eyed Peas guys or something. He's like he's okay. he's like an insane watch guy, and he he lent his like buddy a watch. And this this is a guy that has like a Patek like Sky Moon like Turbion thing. Um, so he, he lent his he lent his buddy a watch, and the guy got mugged apparently. <laughs> and he says the guy was like at one of those gas stations that like 
Like you can't go into the gas station after a certain time. Like you have yeah, to just. Yeah, like, I've seen those before. Go through like a like a drive-through window. Like hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently the mugger like took the watch and was like, "Hey man, this ain't no Rolex." <laughs> he just like <laughs> he, like threw it down on the floor. <laughs> but it was like it was like an insane like. I don't know if it was a Patek or like a or like a Jaeger or something, but yeah, something insanely more valuable than like a sub Jage, or whatever. Jage le culte, Jage yeah. le culte. Yeah, so That's maybe fun. maybe like a JLC like geophysic true second. I'd I'd love to have that on wrist. Well, huge get, thing also. I think mugged. it's easy to say, oh, that mugger's so dumb he didn't grab that watch. At the same time, practically, if you were a thief and you were trying to sell something, it is way easier to sell a Rolex. Than it is to sell like a Nublo concrete jungle. You know what I mean? Because a Rolex can disappear if you sell pretty easily. Like if someone like like I feel like it's super it's super easy because everyone knows Rolex. So you can sell that Rolex to someone else who can then sell it to someone else and everyone makes money, but like you know what I'm saying? Well this this is why some of the talk surrounding this um MBNF Mad Gallery robbery thing, some people are actually saying that it was in some way commissioned by a collector. Um, I mean, probably. That has zero intent of, like, selling it. But, I mean, come on, man. Oh, interesting. You can't post any wrist shots on Instagram. He can. The- he, he can post wrist shots on, like, on like with all of his buddies. Like, he just do, like, email chains just with his buddies <laughs> and, like, wrist, like, wrist shots over dead hookers or whatever. You know uh, what somebody, somebody will turn him in. <laughs> <laughs> so, people... So, I, so... Robbers, robbers, uh, thieves uh, stormed the boutique and just like stole the watch. Like they smashed cases and stole watches. Did they have guns? Did they ask nicely? Were they very like Jeremy Irons or were they more like a bit gruff about it? Like how? Like how it was. This- it was at gunpoint. Zero shots Jeez. fired. That's um, good at least. <clears throat> but the hurt. thing, the thing with the MBNF Mad Gallery, I've never, I've never been there. But it's like um, it's kind of a boutique that has the MBNF watches and a lot of like the MBNF like mechanical creations, like the like the robots like, and shit. Yeah, like the collaborations with like Lepe and and uh, some other like mechanical like artists and stuff. Um, so I think they stole some of the, some of that stuff too. Um, wow. But yeah, that would be crazy if it was like just like a like a collector that was like. Hey, I want that shit. <laughs> it's very, it's very Bond villain. So I think it's kind of easy to fall into like the romanticism of the idea. You know what I'm saying? It's it's totally possible because I mean, like, dude, of all the things to rob, why why would you like rob a rob a bank or like a fucking quick stop or some shit? Like yeah. a fucking like a boutique, like a boutique watch store. That's and so this, weird. the story, the story feels very like James Bond villain. Uh, ish because like like they were i guess they were last seen you know crossing the swiss border like being chased by police and no one has seen them since like (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna say now dr no you gotta post some wrist shots i think the world (laughs) the world wants to see the fruits of your labor or at least the people you hired's labor you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Hashtag new watch alert. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be the most infamous new watch infamous new watch alert <laughs> ever. It's like, dude, hashtag new watch alert. I got about 15 new MBNFs and this robot. Look at this robot I got, dude. It's like, oh shit, dude, that looks a lot like the fucking stolen. No, 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 no. I found these. I found these. 
I got these on Chrono 24, man. Don't worry about it. So what have, what have you been up to, man? Uh, chilling, chilling, and uh, chilling, and just I don't know, just hanging out, man. I mean, uh, 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 I'm trying to figure out like an order to this, but um, you know, I've been focusing a lot on uh, on 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 Rivka watches uh, at this point in time, and I'm doing all the wedding planning. Um, and everything like that. Uh, I wanted to do a Rivka watch update after the... Um, wait, did, did I say I was going to do it after the wrist check or before the wrist check? I can't remember. I wrote something down, but I can't read my own writing. Maybe. I don't know. It's a, when when do you want to do it? Before the wrist check? After the wrist check? Do the wrist talking, check now? You're talking too much about it. Um... <clears throat> But no, I've just I've been I've been working on Rivka. So for for people, uh, uh, I told a lot of people I was gonna have the pre-order up, you know, like this week. I ran into some issues that it's okay. So it's, for anyone who's been in this position, it is super super difficult. Like I'm learning just a lot about like like business and everything like that, and like financial stuff and just logistics and production. So the thing is, I'm like I'm I'm a marketing guy. I've always been a marketing guy. Like like like. And that's just what it's been and so doing the business i'm just learning all these different aspects so just doing uh acting as an entrepreneur like out of like my home with just an idea it's very difficult to find like 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 proper support for that so i was trying to structure the pre-order on our actual website but i couldn't find any actual reliable and like i couldn't find any merchant services that actually fit to take pre-orders so like paypal is like out of the question because i've had awful experiences with paypal and um i don't like some of their like rules stripe is an option i suppose but there are certain things that i would have to do which aren't really like logical right now for the business and so what i'm going to do is i think i am actually gonna uh do a kickstarter for rivka for the rivka mtp1 in like three or four color combos it's gonna be super small i don't want it to be this like I don't, I don't want it to be this like big thing like I just I just I just I, I, I just want to keep it like small but it's just it's it's going to be structured in a way to give me what I need to start to get the brand to that next step where I could then have everything living on my own URL I don't have to work through any other any other crowdfunding um, services and everything like that so that's 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 what I've been racking my brain on uh this week so far in addition to that just working with color combinations so like yeah huge thank you to everyone who uh dm'd me on my rivka instagram uh, uh channel feed thing just with like ideas and like color combinations and feedback like that really means a lot because like i want this i want this to feel like everyone's watch because it's it's if it wasn't for everyone listening and you know future listeners and, and 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 everything like that the entire watch family like i wouldn't be doing this i wouldn't be doing this thing which is both terrifying and very fulfilling like 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 losing your virginity very very fulfilling not, no not always fulfilling <laughs> not always fulfilling mostly mostly terrifying and disillusioned that would be i think the best way i could describe <laughs> losing my virginity it's just a sense of emptiness and the dirt never never washing off when i was done so that was so not exactly like that experience, but I mean y'all, I mean y'all, y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, thank you for the feedback on that. Super, super awesome. Really, really, just 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 fun to hear your ideas and fun to just kind of see everyone else's vision because this isn't just my vision. This is all you guys' vision too. So um, I'm gonna put it on Kickstarter. I'm just right now. I'm just kind of trying to figure out like how to get everything together. I want to launch it. I mean, by the end of this month, ideally, but uh, you know however long it takes to have it done well 
it's going to be like super, super small. I don't want it to be this weird big thing. I mean, it's really just meant to be able to bridge certain logistical gaps between the brand and the users, you guys, like the listeners, everyone that's had a part in this now. So um, trying to figure out like rewards, like what I can do. Michael and I were talking about like giving away 3D printed things as one reward. So like one reward we're talking about, which could be a lot of fun is like, you know, you pledge like five bucks or whatever and like you get like a 3D printed knickknack. I can print you an octopus or a cat or something. I have to figure out what I can design and actually like that would be cool. Um, I don't know. I, I, I Right now it's super, super open and I'm, I'm just like in like decision paralysis with figuring out how to structure it and everything. Um, I know one reward tier is I figured out how to do it. Um, I can do custom engravings on the case back of the watch. So if you want like a message or quotes or um, like a Bible verse or a, or, a, or a, you know, like a, anything like that, I, I could potentially do logos and images. I'd have to work with the person uh, on that, but like that, you know, I have to figure out the character limited and <clears throat> what I can do and everything like that. So um, that's just, that's that, that's been it. It's just been, I've just been thinking about the Kickstarter. So like, if you guys have any horror stories about Kickstarter and you're like, man, I looked at this Kickstarter and it just, it just looks like a fucking floppy donkey dong dong. Like it was just like the <laughs> Can, worst Kickstarter ever. It was for like a Fabergé egg lampshade and it was horrible. Like if you have shit like that, tell me because I don't want to make the next floppy donkey dong shit Kickstarter <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? I forgot what I said before. With dot, com. Stuff. <laughs> dot com. Dot com backslash about dot sitemap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool man i personally i'm excited for more um i'm excited for more colorways because i think i think you're gonna i think you're gonna find yourself having a, a ton of fun uh just messing with more and more of those color combos and the yeah. more yeah. the more you talk about that kind of like black white gray one like i think we called it like stormtrooper ish at some point yeah, yeah. like yeah that's that's gonna be gnarly, I think. Um, Actually, this just occurs to me, dude. How how you tell me? You tell me if you think this is a dumb idea. How crazy would this be if I gave people who want to support the Rivka MTP one the option of like twenty different colors, and like I worked with them to do their own color combination? Yeah. Would that would that be weird, or is that like too much? Because there is a certain point where a brand or a business can offer people too many choices to the point where it's just too many fucking choices that sounds, you know sounds I mean? like a good good kind of like pledge level you know yeah man someone's like i think my upstairs neighbor is like cooking bacon and it's just like the smell is just like going through like the window that i have open oh man as a as a vegan i'm pretty sure that's extremely annoying <laughs> i just i just haven't smelled that in a while are you feeling? Are you feeling the cold hand of sweet temptation? No, <laughs> not really. Not really, man. Not just, really. Um, but yeah, that's just been it. I, you know, been figuring out how I want to structure the Kickstarter. Um, if you guys, if I know, I mean, a lot of business owners actually do listen to the show. What's up, y'all? If you guys um, have gone through the Kickstarter process. Um, I, you know, any advice or anything like that, I'm open to anything. I just, at the same time, I love just 
talking to everyone. Um, off the top of my head, Hydus Watch, Hydus Watch Company up in Buffalo. We did a giveaway with him, uh, with DJ, and I have one of his watches. I have one of the uh, Black Aviators. I know he did a Kickstarter, so what's up, dude? Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. There's a few other ones. Can't quite recall right now. But yeah, I mean, any advice, I'm open to anything. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I, I, also, at the, at, at the same time, I think it's also going to help just to give structure to the initial pre-order just because this is so new for me like i'm i'm not like a business guy i'm just i'm just a dude who hated his job and i wanted to do something i love and it turns out the thing that i loved for some reason was 3d printing a fucking watch that that reminded me of my fiance and the watch family like that's it you know what i mean so yeah. a lot of this stuff is still new to me well, I'm sure you're gonna get some some pretty good feedback. <clears throat> That's for sure. I know I know a lot of people out there probably have experience with Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like a lot of people are just like they're like consistent Kickstarter support. Like, I like I know people who just like back things all the time, and it's like, man, <clears throat> I think the last what is the what is the last thing I backed? Like, the last thing I backed on Kickstarter was Hydus Watch Company. <laughs> I've never backed anything. <laughs> However, really, you've never backed anything on Kickstarter. No. Wow. <laughs> I just buy I, uh... Seiko. I just buy Seikos on Amazon, dude. That's all I do. <laughs> That's me. You know, I can't. I can't really even afford watches anymore. So I'm gonna have to start making them. That's basically it. <laughs> I'm like the guy who couldn't afford groceries, so I started like, no, no, I'm the guy who couldn't afford to eat out, so I started cooking more. That's basically what Rifka watches has become. I'm the guy that can't afford watches. I'm just gonna make them now. You know what yeah. I mean? Cooking at home is a great, great thing. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot. It's just it's ridiculous how many times I have to clean my one cooking pan. I have a one pan that I cook everything in, and now that I'm cooking more because I'm very poor, all I do, Michael, is wash that fucking that one fucking pan. That's all I do is wash that pan. Just throw you know everything. I mean? Just throw everything in the dishwasher, even if it's not safe. That doesn't sound safe to me, though. I feel like, no, man. Dude, I put. If I get a chance, I'll put anything in the dishwasher. I'll put. My I feel like the thing is, I'm very weird about warning labels. So if something says "do not microwave" or "do not put in dishwasher," if I put it in the dishwasher, I feel like I'm making like a makeshift bouncing Betty S mine from World War II, and it's just gonna it's just gonna launch just shrapnel and ball bearings everywhere and take yeah. off my testicles. You know what I'll, I mean? Like I'll I'm, put that thing in the microwave. <laughs> don't. Oh, you're so bad. You're so bad, dude. It's fucked up. Sorry. That's <laughs> wrong. It's wrong. There's a line, Michael. There's a line, dude. I get in so much trouble with my wife for putting things in the, in the dishwasher. She's like, this is not dishwasher safe. I'm like, well, it should be. So let's test it out. <laughs> 2017. I don't have time to wash things. <laughs> I will say if there, I know there are some other ones out there, but listeners, you'll understand when I say this. Nothing from Disney, nothing from Disney World is dishwasher safe. Every single, like my fiance and I, a big thing that we do is Disney mugs. Like we love Disney mugs. Every single one of these fucking <clears throat> mugs is hand wash only. Yeah. And they're full of like cracks and crevasses, like the Mariana's Trench, where my fucking sponge. And my disgusting fingers will never reach it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's un that's unfortunate. I I did put one of those mugs. By the way, somebody for our wedding had a. They gave us one. It was just a white mug, and it had "Be Our Guest" on it or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I put it in the dishwasher like twice, and it just like there's paint on like everything else inside <laughs> when I <laughs> took it out. It's like eating the paint for like two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's so good. I don't think the body can digest enamel paints. I'm not like super sure, but I don't think the body can digest that shit, dude. It's still in there. It's still it's still in rotation, damn it. Uh, that's incredible. But yeah, so I mean, um, any thoughts you guys have on the Kickstarter? Any advice? I'm open to that. Um, I'm really excited to do it. I'm, I'm getting like, I'm just brainstorming media right now, like photographs and like infographics I want to do. And I'm trying to plan videos. I'm trying to figure out how good of videos my little Fuji X-T10 can do. I'm sure it's better than, I mean, you know, my phone. Um, the camera takes great pictures. I just don't know how, how you know, good the videos come out. Um, and a huge thank you to everyone who who's like asking about their, like, you know, when the pre-order is going to open and everything like that. Like, really appreciate the patience. Um, yeah, I mean, keep an eye out for, for news and updates on that. I want to do it. I want to do it soon, man. I mean, it's ready. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll work. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been up to? Not much, man. Um, it's still hot I, over there. It's still hot as fuck over there. You said right. Yeah, it's really hot, and um, <clears throat> like Vancouver's burning or something. So, <laughs> I you you said that last time. And I'm gonna say it again. That is such a great band name. <laughs> it's if good. there's a band, if there's a band out there, and they and they're not called Vancouver's Burning, you guys <laughs> you guys got to get on that. All right, I want I want like like a screamy thrash band called Vancouver's Burning, and I want their Ibanez RGs all the way up to their chins. <laughs> I want them just 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 like dangerously shredding. Yeah, yeah. Like no, you so we don't know. We have a ton, a ton of smoke. We just just it's hot and <laughs> I, I can't see anything. It's just smoke everywhere <laughs> for like weeks already. Sounds like um, what's the movie Children of Men with Clive Owen? Yes. Yeah. Sounds like that. <laughs> or the Road. <laughs> I don't know. Never saw it. Never never saw it. Never read it. Yeah. I think I read some of it, <laughs> and then I said I read it. <laughs> It count it counts damn it i read the back of the book it counts damn it <laughs> uh but yeah should we um maybe do the wrist check now let us honor oh my cat's here what's up sweetie but, but the, the, main, the main topic though the main topic today oh just yes, for a you table of contents is back to school watches we did not do the table of contents this time we're very bad. yes we Sorry, we, we apologize because we know people like them yeah so 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 you know wrist check but just before we get to it just so you guys know the main topic will be yeah back to school watches um and we'll elaborate on that but this is officially the uh two broke watch knobs back to school special uh look in your mail for the coupon vouchers <laughs> it's, that's not happening. They're 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 not coming, guys. They're, yeah, they're they're not coming. But yes, let us honor tradition. Let us do the wrist check. Michael, you go first. I've been talking too much. No, what are you wearing? <laughs> what am I wearing? All right, let's do this. I am wearing the first watch I ever bought on the first strap I ever got from you, which is the first strap I ever got. I am wearing my Seiko SNK on a very weathered black NATO strap. And it's very, very nice. Um, I've been cool. going through going through the Rivka watch process and creating these watches has really put this strange perspective on my collection. And I've gotten to the point where I think I'm actually going to sell watches, man. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I think, 
I think I want to just because I'm not I I something has changed in my brain before I started making Ripka watches before I started making the MTP one to after I started making the MTP one nothing feels special anymore it's like it's like 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 porn desensitization you know what I mean before it might have been like pretty smiles and lip gloss and now it's like it's just like like you know asphyxiating smut bdsm is the only thing that can do it in a slaughterhouse that's active like it's that type of like progression like <laughs> like i just i don't know why i said it. i'm so sorry this is the first thing i thought of. I, like, I i also i also want to say that but i i said that by the way while i was very nicely petting my cat because my cat is here <laughs> and she just wants pets and i said all oh, of those awful things um while I was petting my cat. <laughs> but yeah, no, it got to the point where like nothing in my collection feels special anymore. So I was literally just I was just taking out watches and trying them on and seeing what happened. And so um there were a few watches that I really I recognized that they were awesome. They were really, really made well and they're beautiful, but there's nothing there's 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 nothing in like the heart. Like there's nothing I I don't have like a connection, you know, with them. And then there's some watches that I did have just an incredible connection with and one of them was my Seiko SNK. This is the first watch I ever got. As far as I am concerned, this watch set the benchmark for like what I would look for in a good watch. I mean, you know, very early on, early on in the MTP1 kind of process, the watches that acted as the model just for the case, because the case is the one I spent a very, very long time designing, were was this watch, the Seiko SNK and my Raketa Big Zero. You know what I mean? That watch, that watch is a, is just a very cool, kind of all purpose general watch, to almost like, um, oh, the SNK. Yeah, yeah, the SNK mm -hmm. to just even get people into watches. Like you can just, it doesn't even take that much to buy one to gift to like a family member that is mm -hmm. like, because I I mean, you probably have some friends and family that are like, hey, like so you're. Like you do like a watch thing, right? Like, do you know about watches? Like, um, right. You know, how how can I? That that's almost like that's almost like the solid option to recommend, or even like just give to somebody as like a gift to like it's it's get into funny mechanical you say that. watches. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, for people who remember or people who don't know, our first ever Two Broke Watch Knobs giveaway was our Two Broke Watch Knobs 1,000 follower giveaway. And we had two winners from that because we gave away two Seiko SMKs. Um, one of them was titillating timepieces we've talked about in the show. What's up, man? And the other one was uh, Jared Wayne. Jared yeah. Wayne messaged us recently to let us know that he gave that watch away, but in good faith, he was hanging out... Um, he told me who else was there. Uh, Nanormore was there. Uh, Aaron Shapiro was there. He was there. And a buddy of theirs was there. And apparently his phone died. And he asked them what time it was. And Jared Wayne, apparently in frustration that this guy never buying a watch, went up, grabbed the Seiko that we gave him, and gave him that watch. That's his first watch. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they're great, uh, great perfect. watches. Yeah, it's perfect. And like, he he, uh, he messages like, like, hey, you know, hope you guys don't mind. And I'm like, no, oh, that's fucking awesome. Well, the watch, it's good that the watch is somewhere that, like, you know, it will do the most good. So, huge shout-out to Jerry Wayne, I mean, for recognizing that that Seiko SNK, as you were just saying, Michael, as I am wearing it right now, is just, not only is it a great beginner option or just kind of intro watch, it's a great everything watch, man. Like you're saying, like, I'm wearing it now and it's incredible. This is, this is, oh, actually, I will also say, um, 
I've reached a milestone because I'm my collection, my, my collecting just methodology and perspective has really it's gone through a lot in the past couple of days. And I did mm-hmm. something yesterday with the watch I have never done before that you do frequently that I said I was never comfortable doing, but I did it anyway. I slept with my Seiko SMK on. Ah, okay. I've never, I've never slept uh, with a watch on. <laughs> And uh, I slept with this watch on, and I woke up this morning, I felt the watch on my wrist, and I immediately felt like I was ready for action, because I was already wearing my watch. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, I mean, sometimes... <laughs> it's like, I'm super ready, man. I, I still, so I've I've suffered from, it's, it's better these days, but I used to have, like, really, really, really bad insomnia. Um, I remember. And I still, I still kind of wake up sometimes in the in the middle of the night, and rather than kind of try to do some weird karate move to like find my phone, or like sometimes I'll grab my phone to check the time, but it's like stuck on the charger. Oh my god! And, yes. And then I'll just break the charger, and other times I've reached for the phone to like catch the time, but like my muscles aren't working yet, so I, th- I've <laughs> I've just thrown the phone also across the room. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the watch on the wrist is good for kind of checking the time, see how much sleep. I don't understand what what black magic occurs when you put a phone on the side table and the charging wire happens to be near it. Something about that combination creates a perfect storm. It's like it's like it's like loose cotton in like a thorny bird's nest. I cannot <laughs> comfortably get the watch right like out of the wires without disturbing my entire nightstand. Oh, the man. whole the whole yeah. nightstand is just fucking ruined from my dumb ass reaching over with my disgusting hand to 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 to, to, to you know just look at my fucking phone and see what time it is. That is yeah. basically the same thing apparently as kicking like a fucking soccer ball into like a Fabergé egg museum. Everything just breaks. It's all broken <laughs> and everyone knows. Because I'm trying to be quiet also. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to wake up my fiance and I don't want to wake up my cats because my cats, from first time they wake up in the morning to the end of the day, they follow me everywhere. Yeah. So if I wake the cats up, they will not stop freaking out until I get out of bed. So if they wake up at four in the morning, they're going to freak out until I get out of bed. So like <laughs> I'm reaching for, I don't know why, they're just weird cats. So I'm reaching for my phone and it's just, it's just I don't know what kind of black magic occurs, but yes, I completely understand what you're saying. That Makes watch sense. that watch has pretty good loom also. I will say for, yes. for like a budget, budget friendly Seiko 5, the, sometimes the Seiko 5s don't get the same kind of loom treatment as like the entry-level divers or like the prospects divers and stuff like that but this one has like the little dots like along mm-hmm. the the minute track and, and the hands are yep the hands are loomed and uh, i've i've been surprised i've i've owned uh two i both of the cream dial i think that's the 805 but I'm, i can't remember mm-hmm. um, i think it is i think i don't know but lately you know i i say it all the time i just like i want to buy the black one the cream dial and the blue dial <laughs> um the green one's pretty cool too. You have the green one. Um, I got the green one. I, I'll never forget. This is the first watch that I actually like saw loom on, and I'll never forget. You showed me the loom in the same. You you mystified me in the same way Arthur <laughs> was mystified by Merlin, and you were you. We were in my apartment at the time, you know, where I was living in Fort Lauderdale, and you were like, "Oh yeah, that thing's got loom," and I'm like, "What the fuck is like? What is a loom? What is, what is loom and you take your phone and I'm like oh yeah it's got loom and you turn the light on your phone and you wave it in front of the watch for like like, like a second you know for two seconds yeah and you turn the light off and you show it to me and like it was it was the, the loom was charged it was luminescent and it was daylight and I could see that and I was 
blown away. I was like, oh my god, my 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 little watch can do that. That's incredible. Like so, like that was. This is a special watch. So in this, in the strange way my collecting methodology is evolving, I was just putting on watches and seeing how I felt and walking around, and I did that with this watch, and I didn't I didn't take it off. So great great size um, too. I will say. Oh man, right. I think it's 38 or 39. Yeah, I think uh, maybe even a little I think 38 or 37. One of those. I think so, yeah. God, it's just it's just fucking incredible. Yeah. I'm definitely keeping this watch. I think I'm going to sell. And it has like a it has like a pilot style uh dial like a like um yeah, it's military time. So the minutes are on the outside and the hours are on the inside. Very cool. Yeah, that's you know? that's a great great little watch. I might I might get the black one soon. I've never had the black one. But I've been gushing over Mark 11s lately, and I can't afford a Mark 11. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's a, the the 809, the black dial is like a cool, smaller, pilot-ish kind of watch, and you know, like a like on a 18 millimeter gray RAF style strap, it'd be nice. be like a fun little little watch to take on on hikes or just have on throughout the day, like a. Just a good all-purpose general watch, which is what I think it's meant to be, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah. Um, keep an eye out. I guess I'm going to be selling some pieces. I don't – I mean, I'm not, not wearing them. I mean, I could use the money right now, and it's just – I don't know. I just want to fill my watch box with MTP1s. Like, that's <laughs> – like, that's – like, that's what's happened. It's so – it's very, very – well, here's the funny thing. Like I said last episode, I only have one 2409 movement with me. So every mm-hmm. time I'm like testing different color combinations, I have to like constantly like 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 tr- like heart transplant the movement <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> but it's uh it's a it's basically a prototype movement at this point. I'm never I'm never gonna sell this movement. I'm gonna have to order them all fresh from the factory. And I got uh, I bought finger cots, so should be able to keep them smudge free. I guess I don't know. Mm. But um, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna sell my Steverall. Okay. I think, I think I might sell that Janus Trading watch. I mean, if anyone wants that watch, um, the Azores, I think it is. Yeah. Send us um, a send us a DM. <laughs> I guess I, I I just don't know. Um, you know, I don't know what to. I've never sold watches, and I don't know how to price things out. I don't know. So I'll just I'll figure it out. I'm not selling my Sumo, and I'm I'm not selling my Samurai, my Blue Lagoon Samurai. I almost did sort of decide to sell that, but I'm like, no, man, it just just, just doesn't feel right. I'll you buy know? it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I would, I'm sure I would have no problem selling it, but that's a very, it's a special watch in its own way, not in the same way um, that my Seiko SNK is. The Seiko I bought the Seiko Blue Lagoon Samurai to commemorate what I thought was a good thing. Me getting the last job I ever had. Uh, lo and behold, that job um, basically ruined my life. Uh, <laughs> so I'm keeping the Blue Lagoon Samurai <clears throat> as a testament to my um, self-sabotaging ways. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Plus, plus it's just a beautiful piece. There's just no getting around. It's just a gorgeous watch. It's it's, it's excellent. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. Um, but yeah, I'm wearing the Seiko SNK. I mean, I love it. I don't even know what kind of NATO strap this is because you just gave it to me. I, I remember... I remember when I told you, we were working together, I told you, yeah, I ordered the watch, it's coming and blah, 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 and you gave me this strap, 
and an olive green strap before the watch even arrived. And I just played with the straps. I was so excited. I was. <laughs> I, I remember I, I I looked up how to like how, how to tie them. You showed to me, but like I super forgot. And like I looked up on YouTube how to do it, and it was just it was it was it was awesome. Good so, times. Yeah, Good I'm never times. gonna forget that, man. But yeah, what do you? I've 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 been I've been battling enough with my own bullshit. What are you wearing? Do you, do you hear this orchestra of like garbage trucks, by the way, again? Okay, so here's the question. So this is very controversial, people. I can hear everything that's happening right now behind Michael. Michael hears everything that's happening behind him. And every time we say that on air, people comment to us, we can't hear what you guys are talking about, which I find very hard to believe. <laughs> All right, I just, I, I'm closing the window, so I'm going to. Don't, don't I'm die. Gonna, I'm going to melt for sure. Can you record in, Can you record in your fridge? Ah, uh, I wish. Can you uh, just crawl into your fridge like a Lawnmower SVU victim? Uh, it's so quiet now. It's so much better. It does Anyways, sound very quiet. Is it my turn? <laughs> it's your turn, man. What are you wearing? Uh, so okay, so I'm wearing a watch that I just got in for like um <clears throat> like a review slash feature thing that I have to write. Um, and it's it's a watch that I've always wanted to talk about on the show, and it's a watch that we talked about. Um, on our uh, affordable GMT <clears throat> slash dual time watches episode. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were in the Patek Philippe Petrol calendar. <laughs> no, that one's in the safe. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that one's in the safe uh, somewhere. I don't know. I have, I have four not, of those. It's it's not in your safe, but it's definitely in someone's safe. It's in someone's safe. <laughs> <laughs> Got to call John Mayer for that one. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. God, that guy and his haircut. This is this is a very basic um kind of $180 watch. Um sterile dial dial super clean. It's the Marathon Pilot Navigator. Oh cool. Um, yes. I remember the, that. And this is the um this is just like the full no date clean dial version so it doesn't say marathon u.s government on it it doesn't have the date function at like 4 30 it is um kind of like the most accessible um easygoing version of like a benris type 2 diver slash pilot watch that was made kind of for some time between i think the 60s and the 70s or like the 70s and, and the 80s um so it's like um it's also the lightest watch that i've ever worn uh, because the case really? is, yeah, the case is like a plastic sort of resin with a, um, with a bi-directional rotating 12 hour bezel. Um, and you have the, much like the same kind of numeral layout that the SNK does. So you have the 12 hours and also the, the 24 right. um, hour scale. <coughs> so that's pretty Excuse cool. Me. So I'm using the 12 hour bezel to track your time. And the um, <laughs> just the regular hand thingies to time my time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and probably the coolest thing about this watch, and if you if you do some digging on YouTube for like reviews and stuff, or uh, I know Warren and Wound did a review of this one a while back. That was that was really good. Kind of the most <coughs> the most distinguishing feature uh, for this watch is the tritium gas tubes. Um, on the it actually, has, it actually has tritium in it yeah it's um it's wow. these these tritium gas tubes that are basically glowing all the time yeah um so even if you're 
kind of out walking in moderate sunlight, you'll still notice them glowing a little bit. And then um, it's funny because the first thing you do when you get a cool new watch with looms, at least what I do is like I run into the bathroom (laughs) and I turn the lights off. I'm like, let me look at this loom. Let's see how it's working. I know you guys have done that. (laughs) Yep. Every watch that has loom that I get, that's what I do. But, um, you know, this one, I did that and I was like, okay, like I heard it was supposed to be glowing all the time, but it's kind of not, it's a little dim. Hmm. I'm like, whatever. But I I wore the watch to sleep last night and then I, you know, I woke up like at two in the morning and it was just like, it was lighting up the bed, dude. I guess my (laughs) eyes just didn't adjust. (laughs) It was was insane. Um, they don't get charged. Okay. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. they, They don't get charged by light like super luminova or anything like that. Right. It's self it's the, the 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 my understanding is that the reaction with the actual gas creates its own energy to illuminate. Yeah. yeah. They're always they're always kind of glowing. And um after losing out on that glycine <clears throat> airman number 1 <laughs> cocksuckers. We're um, still <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting to hear which one of you <laughs> outbid michael this is kind of like a like a very very cheap almost like one of the cheapest entries to like a nice cool military inspired dual time watch you know with awesome with some some pretty cool history because the um like the the benrus examples from like the 70s and stuff um there's type one and a type two and those you know those sometimes go for like four grand you know, but they're, uh, they're stainless steel cases. That's kind of like the big difference. And I think MK2 or Mark II, that brand run by uh, Bill Yao, he made some for a while and I think he's coming out with some new ones. But um, yeah, that's other than those, I don't think anyone else is doing them besides Marathon. And I think historically uh, it was some kind of collaboration between Marathon and uh, Benrus uh, for the I think the Canadian Canadian military you can, right. you can okay. even find you even find some old ones with dials that say um I think like Adenac or something which is like Canada backwards it's it's really really cool if you find <laughs> those um but yeah I'm I'm loving this watch I love the 12 hour bezel um it's pretty sweet totally digging it that's so cool man so so correct me if I'm wrong but I always thought that um Tritium as a loom option for a watch was really more of like an expensive watch thing. Is that correct or not always? I'm not, I don't really think so. I think that's okay. I think that's a result of a lot of vintage watches having tritium. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That Um, makes sense. I I haven't really encountered any watches that market it as being more expensive or more premium because it has tritium because I don't, I don't even think people use like tritium paint anymore. Um, the CWC diver that I have has tritium. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's also glowing all the time, but mm-hmm. almost, almost less than this, um, than this little marathon. I think the gas tubes are maybe kind of designed differently and they, they're just a little more intense, you know? Wow, that's so cool, man! How so? How long are you going to hang on to it for? 
hopefully forever. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I, I I thought you just had it in temporary. That's that's so cool. Yeah, that's really ho- cool. Hopefully, man. hopefully forever. <laughs> I mean, this just occurred to me. If so, you you you've been getting in a lot of new watches lately. If I'm about to just start selling all of my watches, what the fuck am I gonna do for all my wrist checks? All, all my audio wrist checks. Just wear the same watch like a dick. Hey man, I did that for a month. Yeah, but Michael, people like you. It's different. It's different when people like you. <laughs> people like you too, Kaz. No, I'm just the noise that happens in between when you're saying really thoughtful and insightful things. <laughs> Come on. Like, I'm the chance that people have to go up and grab a beer. Not while you're driving. If you guys listen to our show while we're playing... If you guys listen to our show while you're driving, do not grab a beer. All right? But also... Is your, if you is have your a, responsible. If you have a mini fridge in on the passenger seat just full of road sodas... That's pretty cool too. That's pretty. Yeah, that, that's very, very badass of you. Um, okay, so you just reminded me. Speaking of watch fasting, because that's what you're referencing when you wore the same watch for uh, 30 days. I apologize because I forgot to do a shout out last episode to someone else who has joined the hallowed halls and royal ranks of those in the watch family who have completed a watch fast. Uh, let me pull up the name here. There aren't there aren't a lot of you, man. It's you. Um, Cameron Laz has done it. Um, can't remember who else. If I'm forgetting, I'm so sorry. Uh, but and this person right near right now, who I'm going to, uh, I don't know what this is. It's a series of letters and numbers, so I'm just going to say uh, the name. Um, so this is from the, the the person who's completed the watch fast. So if you're unfamiliar, the hashtag watch fast is when you wear the same watch for um, you know 30 or 31 days, I guess whichever watch uh, whichever month you're in, like straight. That's the idea. And so huge shout out to user listener. Uh, T T G X four seven seven six guys seriously just if we if you could always change your names to user one user two user three just down the line that'll be a lot easier for for Michael and I because I can't say any one of names T G X four seven seven six completed a thirty one day watch fast with the Lumtech Combat B thirty five super cool watch really really interesting you don't see too many folks uh bringing loom tech up i feel like um their instagram presence is fantastic they take really really good pictures and their pieces are super fucking cool uh they're a micro brand um they're they make quartz they make automatic pieces and they have definitely more of like um uh i'm trying to think of a way to say it like a masculine a masculine that's too weird um mm, they're 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 beefy watches, you know. They're, it's like they're, a it's, it's like a beefy uh, like a beefy um, everyday carry military vibe to the pieces. Really 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 cool stuff. Really really fun stuff. So this piece in particular, this combat uh, the Lumtech Combat B thirty five, I like this model in particular because it has these um, really cool flight hands. But what I love 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 about Lumtech specifically is that all a, a, a few of the models have this super sweet like fluted bezel. Which gives it a really nice, like, vintage vibe, almost like a vintage military vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, and th- this combat one, I'm looking at it now. Um, I'm on the combat, site. combat B35. Yeah, th- I mean that's that's almost one of their more kind of minimal looking ones. Almost mm-hmm. like almost yeah. like a field cross between like a field watch and a pilot watch. Um, you know, very basic, nothing nothing too intense, like something. I'm typically pretty conservative in the kind of styles that I wear, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I would probably, I'd strap this one on. I even see yeah. they have uh, the Combat B38 
is a uh, is the GMT version of that watch. It it looks pretty cool. Oh sweet man, yeah, yeah. badass. So yeah, it, it's just it's cool. It's also very interesting, and it occurred to me that the last two folks that I can remember that completed the watch fast did so with micro brands. Cameron Laz did his with the uh, Orion. Yeah, with the with the Orion watch. I think I, I forgot which one. I think it was like just like the the, the Orion one. Or yeah, the very the very called. the very first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. And then uh, 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 T. God damn it, TGX four seven seven six. I feel like I'm I'm saying like the reference code name for the T virus from Resident Evil. Like that's what it sounds like. <laughs> TGX four seven seven six. Anyway, he did it with the Loom Tech. Really, really cool. So yeah, man. Huge shout out. Thank you for kind of keeping us in the loop. Um, when you were doing that, because I, I, I make a point to try and check the watch fast hashtag um, as often as I can remember. I know some people are doing it. I know some people have tried it and they couldn't finish it. Like I, I couldn't finish it, um, which was is, a very, is very there, dark Is there time. a wall of shame that we have for those people? I think that's, that's not cool. I think we should definitely have like a winner's wall, but like a wall of shame isn't cool. Because that then kind of connotes the idea that they wouldn't be able, be able to finish the watch fast at some point. You could do it, not finish it. And then do it again and then finish it. I'm going to yeah. try and do it. You know what I mean? Like when I, when the time is right, I'm going to try and do it with an MTP1. You know, I was going to try and do it with the Seiko SNK I'm wearing now. And I could easily do it now. But it's a little impossible for me to wear this watch for a month. If I'm also trying to design another watch, I have to wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless I could wear the Seiko SNK on my ankle like Lojack. Like home arrest. House arrest. Home you can arrest. You can double fist it. You can just do a watch on the other wrist again i mean we've had this conversation i <laughs> don't i'm an asshole on the inside i don't want to advertise that publicly to strangers that i see you know what i mean like i don't want people to know by looking at me that i'm an asshole can't wear two watches man my i i want i want a richard meal <clears throat> bubba watson on each wrist a white one and a black one <laughs> he's he's decided people yes as I'm, I want, as I'm sipping I, a margarita and eating sushi off of my naked servant. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan twist. I'm 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 Michael Servant. <laughs> I'm Michael Servant, and I'm wearing two Castio G Shocks DWB suspenders. <laughs> that is the M Night Shyamalan twist <laughs> to to our story. Well, that was, that, yeah, was a huge, good, that was a good wrist check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that was the wrist check. But yeah, huge shout out again, TGX four seven seven six. If you're interested in doing the watch fast, go for it. Tag us in it. Keep us updated. You pick a watch. You wear it for a month. The general consensus is you are allowed to change watch straps. Um, there seems to have been some back and forth on that. I attempted to do it without changing the watch strap. Um, which was probably a mistake, you know, but um, also interesting. I just, this just occurred to me. I don't know if Cameron Laz did it, but uh, TGX4776 did it. He did his, or at least just on this day, he has a Toxic Nados on there. Nice. Good he has a Toxic Nados Magnum strap. I think, I think, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's one of the, the, the rubbers, the rubber straps that, um, that Terry's putting on Toxic Nados. Really, really cool stuff. Um, yeah, huge shout out. Uh, da, 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 going down the line, I did the Rivka update. Um, did the shout outs, wrist checks. Back to school. Back to school. I don't go to back school to school. <laughs> I don't see. You know what's funny? I don't. I don't understand how my fiance understands 
when things are because I grew up in Florida. And so I don't have a baseline to measure how time flows through seasons because there are no seasons in Florida. It's no. just fucking super hot all the time, except maybe one day of the year, it dips to like 45 or 50 degrees and all the reptiles die. Like that's, <laughs> that's basically what happens. The one or two days, it gets cold in Florida. Every fucking lizard and iguana dies and their, their, their gnarled, wrangled corpses litter the streets like a plague. You know what I'm saying? It's fall, falling out of trees. <laughs> just, they just die. They just because they're just, they're not a, a, acclimated or you know biologically inclined to survive in a quote unquote cold climate, um, which forty five degrees is not uh, cold. I mean it's cold, but it's not cold. I, I felt cold for the first time when I was in New York for college. That place gets fucking cold, man. <clears throat> so um, she knows. So she's going back to you know seasons. Uh, my fiance Becky, she knows all the seasons, and so we were talking recently, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so excited for all the back to school sales." I'm like, oh, "Is that happening again?" It's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "When? When is? When is summer? Does summer start already?" And she's like, "Babe, summer's like super almost over." I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, "Oh yeah." But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when things are. So after talking with her, I'm like, "Huh, it is. I guess back to school season." And then I thought it would be fun if Michael and I just did like a back to school sort of themed episode. So the idea is um, a lot of you guys at home, uh, uh, guys and gals, you have kids, you have families. Um, there have been some really, really cool shots also that we've seen of people doing wrist checks and things like that with their kids, which is just super adorable. Um, I just kind of want to talk about the idea of like, if you have a child and the child kind of shows interest or if they're at an age where they're still kind of exploring things that they like and don't like, <clears throat> how would you kind of approach watches as a watch person not like someone in like walking through jc pennies and you see a watch and you just buy a watch but like as a watch enthusiast cursed with the with the beautiful curse how would you approach getting your kid <clears throat> their first watch in addition to that like michael what do you think like fun i don't know kids watches would be so like, i i would like to have kids someday like you know my fiance and i talk about that um and so it's just something that i was thinking about like what like, what would make sense? Like, how would you, like, would you just go out and buy your kid a watch? Or would you try and have them lead the watch hunt? Which would be very difficult with a four-year-old because a four-year-old just wants everything. Or to just, you know, break everything. You know what I mean? Like, how much, <laughs> how much structure and level of dad or mom control is there when helping a kid buy their first watch? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about like an interaction, like a watch interaction that I had with my parents um, mm -hmm. when I was, it was also, I kind of marked this as the day that I got into watches. Mm -hmm. um, and I may have talked about this in an episode super, super early on. Um, but it was the first day of fifth grade. And we had those, we had those desks that like you can like fill up with books like the desks have this like cavity on the inside and you just put books yeah inside. those things are so cool <laughs> and then so at the at the end of the year you like take out all the books and you stack them on the wall for the next poor souls that are coming after you anyways sat down on the first day and i guess the kid that was at my desk the year before he left his casio calculator watch oh, in shit. there 
And so treasures from the past. And then I found it and then I thought it was the coolest thing in the whole world. I was just like, cause I sucked at math. I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to cheat on all my tests now. This is great. And I, and I did use it to cheat on tests. Damn right. Damn um, fucking right. <laughs> until, until my parents found out that I had it and they were like, where did you get this? We didn't buy this for you. And, and looking back now, like, I don't know, earlier mid nineties or something like that. Um, these calculator watches might've been considered high tech or like not luxury, but you know, expensive, potentially expensive, expensive, potentially expensive, you know? And my parents were like, you have to take that to the principal's office and turn it into the lost and found. And so that's what I had to do. Um, so that's kind of my first memory of like a watch as a kid in school. But the next year in sixth grade, um, I told my parents that I wanted to watch and um, I got a, a baby G-Shock. And I don't know if they Hell still yeah. make, I don't know if they still make baby G's, but this one, it was just like a black, like mini G-Shock case with the cage <laughs> and like these surf green accents, like the band had these like, like sea foam surf green kind of yep. accents to it. And and it was the first time I was like messing with a watch that had like a light on it. And just, I think, I think I broke it too eventually. <laughs> and then, and then my parents got me, uh, I think for seventh grade, cause I either broke or lost the G shock, um, a fossil dive watch. Cool. And it was a quartz fossil dive watch. And I would get in trouble every other day because I would, disrupt the class by turning the bezel too much they'll be like <laughs> super quiet and i'd be like <laughs> turning like a little bezel <laughs> and uh and then yeah high school happened and i picked up a skateboard so <laughs> and i forgot about watches <laughs> you know what's interesting what attracted you as a kid to a watch is sort of similar but in a different way to kind of what i was attracted to and like it's 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 hard to define, but it's the cool factor. Not a matter of the brand or anything like that. It's the it's the the cool factor and like the personal nature of it. So the calculator watch was something like in your own little cave of wonders, you found a calculator watch that was cool, it helped you, it was this thing that was very personal, you know, to you. Um, but what's cool and personal to a kid evolves because I feel like as adults we sort of do the same thing. We buy watches we think are cool, but what's cool to me, you know, now that I'm 30, is necessarily what I thought was cool, you know, when I was four. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's 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 interesting. So you'd have to maybe help the kid figure out what they thought was cool, or do you give them 40 bucks and tell them to go nuts and well, a department if, store? If you leave Target? it up, if you leave it up to them these days, I mean, depending on how you have groomed. The little ones. Um, <laughs> I don't have kids, so I don't know how that works. Um, you, but, you, you groom. You can uh, you can clicker train them. You, 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 yeah. you clicker train them. Some a lot of them might you could say might be just into the Apple Watch, right? Because that's, that's kind of like, point. That's kind of like well, the cool you, thing to have. The yeah. only way it would work is if your five year old also has an iPhone. Well, a lot of five-year-olds have iPhones these days. That is absolutely fucking weird. That's like giving a two-year-old a Glock. I don't understand <laughs> why, why, a four, why a four or five-year-old needs a fucking phone. 
that that is this is a completely different discussion. <laughs> well, it's not, I mean, yeah, but some kids some kids are gonna want the Apple Watch, and and maybe maybe an Apple Watch is a depending on your situation. And I will buy my four year old an Apple Watch and an iPhone if they start contributing to my mortgage. Then <laughs> I'll be like, well, well, okay. So I was I was about to say the kid's name. So um. In the history of weird shit that I've inflicted upon myself, I think one of the more memorable and funny ones that my fiance, like, love hates, like, thinks it's funny, but really doesn't like when I bring it up and she's not here so I can say it, she's not gonna hit me, um, is, uh, for some reason, when I was in high school, I thought it would be the funniest thing in the world to name my first child Bojmir. Oh, I know this uh, story. <laughs> B like okay okay B O J M I R. I'm like yeah, Bojmir is a great name. It's a family name. It sounds really fun and exotic. And and like I sold that story. I sold Bojmir to so many people. Um, it was only to my closest friends. Uh, and I guess you know I, I guess I told Michael as well when we first met that uh, Bojmir is just the word rim job backwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's it sounds really legit like Bojmir Bojmir like Bojmir Mirza I could I could sign I could see that on a check I could totally see that on like on like a, on a driver's license Bojmir Mirza you know and so um the joke now is my fiance and I when we talk about kids I'm like yeah I can't wait to have kids little Bojmir and she's like we're not naming our fucking kid Bojmir I'm like babe I think we should really consider seriously Bojmir I think. <laughs> I think it's a winner. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, you just you just gotta keep keep convincing her. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, just keep grind, just grinding away. Maybe over time, the 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 stream of my bullshit will just erode the shore, and she'll give in. I don't know. Who knows, well, man? I think yeah. a great a great watch, and I'd like to maybe recommend too for little Bojmir when the time comes. Um little Bojmir, I just realized what I said. <laughs> it's such a, it's a legit name. I don't care what anyone says. It's a great fucking name. Little Bojmir, little little Bojmirza, all right? So for $16.15 with Amazon mm -hmm. Prime, you know, the Casio CA53W calculator watch. I think it's a pretty cool watch for a kid going back to school. It's 16 bucks. I, I, you know what's funny? I feel like these days, you're right. That's still a really cool back-to-school watch. I mean, it's it's functional. It's functional for school. It's cool. It has the cool factor. I mean, and it also... It has alarms. In my opinion, in a really strange way, it encourages basic arithmetic learning because adding shit becomes fucking cool. All right? Well, just one very kind of interesting story... Um, and it was it was a piece that was done about William um, William Messina, and he's the guy, or I think he is the guy, or one of the guys that uh, founded Time Zone. Um, Jesus, okay. So it was like super long time ago, and he did his own kind of like Hodinkee talking watches segment, and there was um, he kind of shows off his childhood watch, which oh wow, which funny enough is like a really old. Um, probably really affordable at the time. Omega Seamaster with a rotating bezel. Um, and he says that his mom kind of gave it to him, you know, kind of quickly, just on his way to school. Like here it is. Like I need you to be ready to be picked up at this time. Look at when the hands are here, and like 
Wow. That's, that's when I'm going to be there. Um, and he, it's funny. He, he mentions that he asked about the rotating bezel <clears throat> and she was like, yeah, I don't know what that's for. Um, and just, <laughs> just sent him on his way. Um, but, but what he says is that also he felt at that young age receiving that watch was almost kind of like his first step into independence. Um, well, yeah, know, which, which is cool for kids back then that didn't have phones to like, look at the time or like phones to like tweet or anything like that. So I, I still, even with all that techie stuff that kids have these days, I think there's a certain element of independence that they gain when, um, you know, receiving a watch. I just think it's cool. And even, even something like that calculator watch is, um, is I think right up the alley for it for any parent that wants to, you know, kind of give something cool to their kids. And it's like That's 16, 17 bucks. It's, it's really not much, you know? Maybe I'll just sell all my fucking watches and buy that watch. 16 bucks. Or you can spend six bucks or what is it? 1178 for the Casio F91W. What is that? That's the that's the kind of just the absolute basic alarm chrono digital watch that Casio makes. Oh, um, cool! Yay! <laughs> yeah, actually, one of the worn and wound guys did a watch fast. I don't know for how long, a long time ago with this watch. Um, so that was wait. So did they steal our thing or did we steal their thing? I don't know if they called it a watch fast, but it was it was is similar kind of experience. Okay, well that's our thing. That the, <laughs> the watch fast is our hashtag. I was very, very, very adamant about that when we first started doing this. Go away, guys. <laughs> but how about how about something like the maybe? Would you think a mechanical watch would be good? Something See, like that's an SMK? What I was, that's what I was wondering also because with a mechanical watch, there's a certain element of responsibility and care you can teach to your kid. Because at a certain age also, I mean, regardless of what some parents will say, kids are more teachable when they're young. It's just a matter of, I guess, really kind of tapping into something that makes sense or something that's just fun or that you can do together. And so that might be a really fun way of like kind of showing them like early on, like how to care for something responsible, how to take care of something, how to like understand like, oh, you know, this is a mechanical watch, so-and-so this, like... You if to you shake can, it. don't go in the water. Yeah, you have to shake it or you have to wind it up or, you know what I mean? Like, it, I just, I, I, it's, it's. That's kind of cool. Just, I, I'd say that's pretty cool just for the fact that you have to, like you said, teach them to care for something. Like, you yeah, said, like right? don't, don't jump in the water with it or, um, you know, make sure that it's running, make sure that the time is right, make sure that the date and the day are correct. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'd rather kind of give them that experience then say like oh how are your how are your crops doing in the farmville game on facebook people still play farmville dude i played that shit in like fucking 2000 and oh god i don't know dude i hated it was a long time ago because i i hated farmville and i made fun of it so much but i was the guy that still played harvest moon on like a (laughs) ds or something it was just the same thing without the social element I only played Farmville because at the time I was dating a girl. Awful, awful woman. I mean, all <laughs> all hopes and wishes that I have left in my dis- disgusting, desiccated corpse, I hope they go to her dying soon. I do not wish her <laughs> anything but ill will and death. Awful person. I was dating her <clears throat> in college, and the only reason I played Farmville is that she needed more friends to like trade with 
or whatever. And so she would make me play Farmville for like an hour every day. And I'm like, man, I got a whole lot of depression to get through. I can't waste my time <laughs> playing fucking Farmville. I got a whole lot of staring in the mirror, man. I can't fucking sit here and trade crops with you or whatever. I don't even barely remember that game. But yeah, that's so every time I think of that game, I think of her. And then I remember how much I hope she's dead. She's not dead. Um, I think she's funny. She actually, I think she found me on LinkedIn like a month ago, which is like terrifying. Well, put the put put two broke watch knobs on your LinkedIn CEO, and have her find I, it and find her way. I to am podcast. definitely not the C. I am like the janitor. I'm the janitor of two broke watch knobs. Right, man. <laughs> and I, and sw- I sweep the floors and I say funny things to people as they come in holding their morning cups of coffee. <laughs> that's that's what I am. <laughs> and I go back and just live out my life until God decides to take me off the earth. That's just <laughs> what it is. So, so besides the SNK, besides these the the Casio, the F ninety one, or the the calculator watch, um, what else? Uh, I be, think it, there's 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 an element that uh, adults do with watch collecting that I think is definitely super applicable to kids. It's the memory watch. It's like the 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 watch you get to kind of like 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 the souvenir watch, but like a kid's version. You know what uh-huh. I mean? And the best example I could think of, living right next to Disney World, <laughs> it's like a really cool, just like, I don't know, Mickey watch or something like that. Like, I think there's yeah. there's something fun you can do with that. I don't know, I don't know how translatable that is to like other vacations or like how else that could work with other memories, but like commemorating your kid's first Disney trip with like a really fun, like, like you know, Quartz Mickey watch, not one of those custom-made Rolex Daytonas that John Mayer's dumbass had made, like like one that you can pick out of the case for like $15 or whatever, I, you know? I encountered a fun Mickey watch kind of story that I can share. Uh, I, so before getting this marathon, I found myself deep, deep in an old thread on like a military <laughs> watch forum. And it was about um, kind of like the golden age of test pilot, like Navy test pilots for like the space program and stuff. And people were mm-hmm. talking about like, Oh, what watches did they wear? Cause you know, in the right stuff, Tom Wolf talks about them having these huge, like crazy chronographs with slide rule bezels and stuff. So there are these debates and like some guys were like, you know, I was there, I was in the Navy at the time and people wore this watch and this guy wore that watch. And then somebody posted these photos of this, like, kind of really I, I i forgot who he was but he was a famous um pilot uh, during the vietnam era and okay. there are a lot of photos of him just wearing a mickey watch like even even like from from the <laughs> co- so cool so from the cockpit to like like his military portraits he had like <laughs> the mickey watch on it was just it was, incredible yeah it was really really funny i'm like huh that's 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 hilarious to see on this like ridiculous military watch form of people just like arguing with each other on the internet about <laughs> like these that guys. guy that guy i mean not saying this in a derogatory way you know he served this country was probably responsible for the deaths of people while wearing a mickey watch <laughs> yeah yeah he, he time <laughs> timed his bombing runs with the, the mickey watch <laughs> all right mickey's uh mickey's hand is there they're like open the doors you know what i mean <laughs> That's you know what's really really weird about like like Disney Mickey watches. Um, I don't know how well known this is, but there are I forgot the brand. It's either Slava or Vostok, 
um, in the heyday of of Soviet watches in the USSR. So like this is like in my and so okay. So just to clarify, the heyday in my opinion is um, 60s, 70s, um, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Everything before and after that is you know, meaningless to me. I'll even say I'll even say 60s, 70s. So uh, 60s, 70s, the heyday of USSR watches for some reason because I'm pretty sure they didn't have permission. Vostok or Slava, I can't remember which one, put out. Uh, Disney characters on their watches. Um, so they had they had a Mickey and there was a Donald uh, uh, Donald Duck. And I can't remember. It might have been a Goofy. But the great thing is they're they're like they're very like Slavically inclined. Like they're in drag clothing. <laughs> they just look very sad. Like they're they're smiling, but they still look very sad. <laughs> and they just look a little bit off. But you're just like, wow, that's, that's Mickey Mouse on like a fucking sixty-year-old Vostok. What the hell? Well, one of <laughs> what the one hell of those brands, on? one of those brands, you sh- you showed them to me. I don't know if we talked about it on an episode, but they also made those watches for kids, where like the dial was like ruled like paper, like for school. The Raquette, like- the Raquetta School, very very cool watch, very cool watch. They had um. Very, very small, powered by the Raketa 2609, which apparently everything in fucking Raketa's product line is powered by. Um, they made a blue one for boys and uh, like a pink-red one for girls. Really fun watch. You can find them super, super cheap. Um, it looks, the dial looks like it's lined paper. And so um, there's a word in Cyrillic on the dial. I don't know the actual phonetic word, but the word just means school. And so the accepted thought is that these were watches designed for kids because the the, the all, which is funny because Michael and I were talking about this sort of this before uh, off air and through text but all the watch factories during the USSR were owned by the government and basically the way uh, the way it was supposed to work with um, communist thought and and after the Bolshevik revolution and everything like that when you know the idea of aristocracy aristocracy and you know the Tsar government was taken down is the idea that the country should be able to put itself in a position to support everyone, give everyone everything they need, sharing the wealth, so on and so forth, that communist idea, and then extended to watches. So they made watches for whatever the fuck they could think of. They made watches specifically for nurses because nurses were basically usually female. And so there's a there's a Russian watch out there that's a brooch. It's a brooch that uh, huh. you know female nurses would wear the uniform and it's also a watch. You know, there's doctor's watches. There's also kids' watches. There are watches they made for, you know, the space program. There are watches they made for, like, trains and everything like that. So, like, every type of person and whatever their job function was within communism, there was a watch. They wanted to figure out what that person would look for in a watch. And so kids were included in that. So, yeah, yeah, they were kind of school and these watches with the Disney characters on them. It's, it's really interesting stuff. So um, if, you're, if your three-year-old is a budding Soviet watch collector... Uh, and they're about to go back to school. You can probably just find them one of those Vostoks, because uh, I, I, or 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 Slavas. I couldn't tell you what movement is in there. Uh, well, if it's a Slava, it might be the two four one four. Um, if that's the case, that's kind of a weird movement. Don't give your kid that movement. But if it's a Vostok, I think you'll be okay. I don't think they'll damage that movement. And you'll get to teach them how to take care of a vintage watch. <laughs> that I think that would be pretty cool. And I, you know, it's funny pretty about cool. <laughs> what's funny about the Raketa School uh, photos that I'm pulling up now. It's funny, Ooh. the blue ones are kind of aging, yet the blue and like the pink magenta are aging to the point, to this shade that's like super desirable in the old GMT Masters. 
which I just find really, oh, really funny. Oh, that's so funny. You're right. It's like a sky that's blue. Hilarious. It's like a sky blue and like a magenta color. Yeah. Um, so I, if it's you, really cool. I don't know. So if you can't afford the GMT uh, Master Two, you can just buy two. You can just buy two kid. of those for kind of schools. <laughs> for your kid. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't want to buy your kid, <laughs> if you don't want to buy your kid one of those Rolex GMT Master Twos, you can get them two of them for kind of schools for. I mean, you could probably get two for like fifty or sixty bucks, depending on the situation. Well, but um, if you if you kind of if you want to go super high end, um, we should kind of mention that IWC does uh father sunsets for their pilot watches. Have you seen those? What? No. Yeah, yeah. So there. So IWC, what? IWC will sell you a set of watches. Uh, okay. One, one of, and I think it's part of like the Little Prince collections. Um, I don't know, but yeah, they'll sell you a big pilot for like uh, I don't fucking know how much, like million dollars, and, and then they'll give you like a smaller, like baby pilot watch for your for your child. You know, okay, that's fucking adorable. So if um, you want, if you want your kid to go to school with an IWC pilot watch, and you also want one, you might you might want to go for that. Uh, and in 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 addendum to that realization, if you uh, want your kid to have an IWC pilot watch, in addition to you, uh, adopt me. Yes. Oh, so adopt the, adopt both of us. Let's see. Um, IWC has a um a web store now. We talked about it, so maybe I can very cool. Maybe I can try to buy six sets of those because that's where the website stopped <laughs> me before, right? When I tried to buy seven big pilots. <laughs> well, if you want to go, if you want to go gray market, the set is on Joma Shop now for fifteen thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars. Oh my god, my kid is not gonna get a watch. I don't. I no, <laughs> no, no, not no. I'm gonna do a home birth in the bathtub with me and oven mitts. <laughs> I'm gonna spend as little money as I can on this kid. <laughs> If I'm not getting a fifteen thousand dollar watch, they're not getting a proper hospital birth. That's basically the way it works. <laughs> You're gonna give birth in the bathtub of our rental apartment, <laughs> and that's it. And you're gonna get a fucking raqueta, all right. And we're gonna feed you dry bread and borscht every day until you're 18. You can kill us in your sleep, and you can go become a drifter. Go live your life. <laughs> sounds like sounds like a Dwight's childhood from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm gonna raise dwight Christ. you're gonna, you're gonna give, raise give me raise dwight um this is fun what else what other watches can can kids kind of take for for back i to mean school? there's the obvious there's the obvious if your kid likes spider-man or if your kid likes batman you can go and like i think i don't think they're branded but i think you can just go to target and like buy like a like a batman watch or a spider-man watch like those are those are totally like an option also and here's the thing if you're in this position where you want to buy your kid a watch and if you're listening to the show you're obviously into watches or you're you're just getting into watches or you just like hearing two knuckles talk about dicks all the time um you're going to have the drive to have them get something that's interesting you know to you you yeah. know, remember this is this is not a watch that you're getting you know for for you know for, for you this is the watch the kid wants so if the kid really wants just like a like a five dollar spider-man watch dude rock and roll man that's when i was a kid when i was a kid all i wanted i never got it because um i don't know why i guess i just had bad luck there was a there, when i was a kid there was a cereal i forgot which cereal it was but they were partnering with nintendo and like 
if you bought a certain number or, or a specific number of these things and you like you sent in like the box tops remember box tops michael oh yeah on, like cereal <laughs> boxes they sent you an interactive star fox watch game it was a watch you wore and it had like nintendo star fox on it and like you put it on your wrist and you can like control it and it had this like when i was a kid that had that was cool that was cool factor man it was a great I mean? that was a great game for the n64 by the way oh my god yeah dude so, oh my god so i wanted that watch but like i mean like no one stopped me it was i think i had to buy like 400 boxes of apple jacks <laughs> like i don't think i don't think anyone in my family is gonna eat that many apple jacks you know um i'll never forget that but yeah i don't know it's just it's it's just i think it's one of those things to take into consideration you know if you are all, if you're in the middle of this right now, you know, your kid says they want to watch and you're helping them find a watch, you know, let them let them find their own watch. And if it's that thing where it's just like, oh, they're buying this watch and like they have their heart set on it, but I know, I know, I know my kid is just going to fuck it up or my kid is going to break it or they're going to dip it in pancake batter and it's going to die because it has no water resistance. Man, if that's the case, let them, that's how you learn. If you really want to teach them about watches... You gotta fuck some watches up first, man. You you learn most by by fucking up. Only well, reason he, I've learned things now is because I've I've ruined I've ruined enough of my life to learn enough about myself. I think that's the best way I can describe it. You <laughs> know what I mean? Well, here's here's another approach while we still have some time. Oh, we and, have time. We have time. And I I kind of um I saw this when I was falling down the psychoholic YouTube channel black hole that I <laughs> that I get into sometimes. Um, he bought, so this is, this is kind of different than back to school. This is more along the lines of get, just getting a watch for your son or daughter, uh, that Mm -hmm. you think they'll appreciate at some point. So he bought one of those SRP 775 models. And I I think, I think he mentions that, you know, his son is, is pretty young, but he bought it now to kind of take care of and like just open it up and adjust it and regulate it and stuff, but to eventually give to him when he grows older um See, that's very cool i think that's something that's i think really really thoughtful to be conscious of now like if that's something that yeah you know you have like a little kid two three four five year old or even a 10 year old i don't know a watch for when they i don't know like what, what's grown up when you graduate high school or yeah i don't know but i th- i just think that would be so cool to like i mean you know if if the day would ever come you know it, it, i think it would be cool to just like like leave the hospital just after the birth of your child like go straight to like a like a store and like i don't know buy like a seiko or something and if you can somehow get like i don't know the the warranty or like the certificate to have like that date on it with like your signature or something and eventually like gift it to your child i think that would be pretty cool with like I think their, that's fucking badass. Yeah, with their actual birthday on it and like give it to them one day, that would be pretty sweet. I don't know. I think that was what would would watch would I I don't know how you are uh uh with kids, but what watch would you get for your kid on the day of their birth? So uh, if I was if I was going to do that kind of like day date of birth sort of sort of watch to to give them eventually, um mm-hmm. I would probably go with with a pretty cool Seiko um yeah there's no no surprise there uh (laughs) maybe maybe even that same watch like the srp um the bad thing about seiko's is like they don't have like a case back that you can engrave or anything because that would also be a nice touch i think 
um, maybe their initials and like their date of birth. That'd be pretty cool. You, you know what you can do? The little pillow in the watch box, you can have a custom pillow made and embroidered with the message if you wanted. That could, yeah. that, that honestly couldn't be too difficult. I don't think. You yeah. know what I mean? That is true. But if it was like, if it was like the first day of school, like back to school, it's August, whatever, you're starting, I don't know, fourth grade or something. Um, how cool would it be if for like every milestone in your kid's life, you secretly bought them a watch and then when they turned 18, you gave them their first watch collection? It'd be awkward if they hated watches. God, that would be fucking hilarious because that's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. That's like, my kids, my kids are going to hate watches and brown people and I'm going to be in a very, very awkward <laughs> position. Yeah, so if they if they hate watches and if they hate you as a parent, that that could be awkward. So <laughs> let's hope that never happens. But let's hope that fingers crossed, man. <laughs> I would I would honestly like day of birth watch to give to my kid. I mean, I'm probably biased because I'm wearing it. I would I would I'd, I'd get the little bastard little bastardette of a Seiko SNK. I mean, I just there's just something meaningful about this watch that i think you know i mean i know what i just said before about not buying a watch for you but if something with this watch resonated with me then it's possible something will resonate with them and maybe you know some of that thought will translate to like you know this was not only a special day for you know me it was the day that i was born it's obviously a very special day for you know, my dad so i don't know yeah so what about what about for the first day of school like they're out the door or you're about to drop them off and you're giving them a watch like what what watch what's your pick for kind of like the back to school watch I don't want to say the calculator watch because we've already sort of said that be a great just back to school watch I think in all honesty with the kid um Especially my kid, because my kid's not going to be very intelligent because I'm, 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 I'm a couple chromosomes short of a full basket, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think something just like super readable, but also had function, I would probably just give the kid a DW5600 and see what happened. Oh, that was going to be one of my picks. But that's a good... Oh, I'm that's so really... sorry. I'm so... I take it back. I take it back. My no, kid's going to be a fucking a really... genius. I'm going to a... buy him a pole job 3133, all right? That's a, that's a really, to... really good pick. I think, I think, I mean, that's a good watch also because especially now you have, I mean, color options. So if you, if you have a kid and they're fucking obsessed with orange, you can buy an orange 5600, <laughs> you know? I would maybe go for something like, um, <clears throat> like a Timex Expedition Scout because they could still kind of, nice. they could still kind of learn, um, the whole time telling thing with like the analog display and stuff like that. Yep. And at the same time, mess around with like the Indiglo stuff because as a kid, how cool is <laughs> that? Was that? The, the coolest thing. My my uh, my brother was the was I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like like a feat only fit for those who lived on Mount Olympus. When he had a he had a G Shock and it had the illumination thing, and he just pressed a button and it illuminated. And it was, I was I was amazed as a little brother, as a, as a as an emotionally crippled younger sibling. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. But I think I think the DW fifty six hundred uh, or something like that, Baby G or like a G Shock that I used to have, um, that's really cool because I remember being really young and like using the stopwatch. <coughs> or, hey, there she goes. That's that's my current child. Hey, stop it. <laughs> we almost.
almost did it. We almost went a whole episode. <laughs> That's Anyways. okay. So yeah, I'd used I'd use the count the timer and the stopwatch and stuff like that, and I'd set an alarm to wake myself up for school. And that like that goes back to that degree of independence that you you mm. learn with a, with a watch as as somebody. So probably either something like a Timex Expedition Scout with the cool Indiglow or some kind of G-Shock. I think would be my pick. I think those are all pretty solid picks. Um that's that's actually a lot of fun. Damn it, man. I mean, should we I don't want to, but I'm looking at the time. We should probably start wrapping up cuz I want to do a recap. Well, this is the best part because now you guys, the, the listeners, can comment back and, and let us know your thoughts on, on today's topic. And, you know, if you guys out there have, have little ones and have gifted them watches, you know, what have you given them for, for school? Yeah. You know, what are you teaching your kids about watches? If, if you're passing that passion along, if you find that your kids also share that passion with you, have you bonded over this passion um, that's just kind of a fun topic to, to discuss, I think. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, and, and while you were saying that, it, it occurred to me, do you know why I originally wanted to go into academia? I originally wanted to be a teacher because I, I got, you know, I I went through the, the master's program for English literature and I got my, my teaching cop and rhetoric certification and uh, I never did it. But in retrospect, I would have probably been a really bad teacher because I would only give good grades to kids who had good watches. <laughs> And if you didn't have a watch, you just got an automatic zero. <laughs> Jeez, you that's don't rough. want to. If you don't want to put the effort in to keeping your wrist from being bare, bare wristed twats. If you don't want to put that effort in, I'm not gonna put the effort in and give you a proper, proper grade. That's you disrespecting me walking in here bare wristed and bug eyed. That's, that's tough love, man. That's tough love. That's tough. Love. I kind of <laughs> get. I'm just, I'm just. I just wanted. I just wanted to be prepared because I won't. Other teachers won't be so nice about it. You know okay. what I mean? I just want them okay. to be prepared. Good. Good you to know. know. <laughs> yeah, let us know your thoughts and opinions. Um, um, have kids, anything like that. Just really, 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 really cool just to actually like hear from like a parent's perspective. Whether, you know, uh, uh, your kid likes watches or they don't like watches or you tried and it just didn't work. You know, son, daughter, dog, cat, Martian, Venetian, anything. Just really cool to hear from you guys on that. Um, also, just do recap. Um uh, the Rivko Watch MTP1, I'm going to put that early pre-order. It's going to be on Kickstarter, like I mentioned before. Um, logistically, it seems to just be like the best thing right now um, uh, for the brand to kind of get it to that next step. Keep an eye out for more Rivka updates. Also, if you have thoughts and opinions on Kickstarter, if you're a frequent Kickstarter um, contributor, or if you've had projects on Kickstarter... <clears throat> Um, and you want to share your thoughts and opinions or just kind of like give me like thoughts and advice on things not to do, you know, hashtag no dick pics. Cause I was just going to have the, all the pictures just be dick pics on my Kickstarter. So that's, that's, that's a, that's a bad idea. Yeah. I thought better of it. See, I, like I, that was, that, that was me learning. I, I learned, I learned by doing and failing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so no dick pics. <laughs> so uh but, but what is that i know that yeah so thoughts and opinions on kickstarter um i'm gonna do it i want to do it uh soon i'm just trying to get everything in order so really great to hear feedback from you guys on that huge shout out to tgx4776 completing one of the one of the few one of the hallowed sacred beautiful few thus far to have completed the watch fast completing it with his loom tech combat b35 auto i have to write it down because i can't remember fucking four words i used to remember full phone numbers before cell phones saved numbers and now i can't even remember my apartment number 
Anytime I have to write my address, I have to ask my fiance or go outside and look at my door like an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how that's how bad all these paint fumes have fucked up my memory. It has turned my brain and just just you know eroding coral, just breaking off and not being a, you know, as big as it used to be at that point. That's what she said. Uh, what else? Do, 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 do. Um, thinking about selling some watches. Um, thinking about selling the several. Thinking about selling Janus Trading. Michael, I'm thinking about selling my Orange Star GMT. How does that resonate with you when I say those words? Makes me sad. Makes me sad too. But I could get a lot of money for the watch. I've sold a lot of watches, man, and I've seen I've seen a lot of watches come back. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll hang on to that one. Um, what else am I missing? Look at my notes. Can't read my writing. Uh, am I missing anything else? I think we're good. I think we said it all i think i think that's it yeah let us know your thoughts and opinions guys love to hear from you oh in addition to that i keep forgetting to talk about this uh um you know uh at any point in the show uh if we've made you laugh or anything like that and you're 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 curious about like supporting um like two book wash knobs and our message and what we do because this is a big thing also through patreon the contributions we've gotten already i was going to say this at the beginning of the show but i totally forgot michael we are going to wind up yes Yes. We are going to wind up NYC October uh, 27th to the 29th. I don't know. Um, we're, go we're both going to be there, right, Michael? It's not just going to be me, you know, just, just masturbating in public it's, again. It's, it's going to be both of us. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> we're going to be there. Um, and the only reason we were able to go there is just through the uh, uh, the awesome contributions we've gotten already on Patreon. So that's patreon.com slash knobs. There's also a link on the website. I think we'll try and put a link in the show notes this time as well. Um... If it's a thought that's occurred to you or if we've made you laugh at all or anything like that, make a mental note, visit the website. You can kind of read our manifesto, sort of the, the impetus behind the idea of not just the podcast but the website and what we want to do and how we just love this watch community and how we really need just kind of more, I don't know, fun. I can just – I don't I don't read watch news anymore except if it's something that you know you wrote or or you, that you tell me to read or I don't listen to podcasts because it's just not fun it just it all just takes itself so seriously so check that out uh ba -ba -ba -ba. now I know I'm forgetting something eh well I'll remember it later yeah so I think I think that's it we good we're good okay you want to start the sign off I'll jump in peace out guys my name is Mike. <laughs> This is this is this this is Kaz, dog, and you've been listening to two book watch knobs. Later. Oh,